It's now time for the Weekend Preview with Mick Gannon, Dean Watling and Mitch Lewis. Mr. Brightside should be winning. Um, outside of that, if I wanted to look for a bit more value, Buffalo River to place might be the play. I think we'll be in the right spot. But it's Mr. Brightside clear and he's going to rack up another one. Mr. Brightside won from Pericles, Buffalo River, Dom to shoot. Yeah, Campionessa is the one. Hopefully get a bit of love back from the Kiwis now, tipping one of theirs. Campionessa, 100 to go. In regards to this race, I think straight race, straight charge is his race to lose. So I think straight, straight charge will be off and gone. I think it's the bat in the race. Straight charge is charging to the wire and off to the golden sliver. Straight charge and all the way from the stadium made espionage. I think this is a terrific bet to end the program. Probably one of the better bets of the entire card is gently rolled. Gently rolled and Starman gently rolled the inside, fighting hard and gently rolled won it. A half head to Starman. At a price point, I think Zugotch has got to be the bet. I think around $5 is ridiculous odds. She should be nearly um, sort of three, three fifty there. Down Spot on, Dino. Share exactly the same sentiment on the race, and Zugotch's draws perfectly. It's Zugotcha looking down the lady. Yeah, good, all right. Zugotcha ran down the favourite lady, Laguna. Another handy, handy day at the office for our team on the weekend preview. Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? And we've got Group 1 Racing at Flemington, highlighted there by the Australian Guineas. And Group 1 Racing is back in the Harbour City. And we're at Royal Ramwick with the rail and the true expect a good track. Fangirl looks awfully hard to beat in the very elegant. And we've also got the surround stakes for the... Um, three-year-old fillies, plus some really handy two-year-old racing there at Randwick on a Saturday afternoon. And we get to see the favourite for the Golden Slipper, the Magic Millions champ. He'll be going around in uh, the two-year-old race there with James McDonald aboard and the Skyline Stakes, and he's a short price favourite. I speak of the wonderful Galloper, the son of Justify in Storm Boy. Let's welcome in the team. Mickey Gannon's having a day off. Mitchie Lewis, hello to you. Good morning, Gareth. Morning, Dino. Hope your boys are going well. Hope your week's been well. Hello, Dino. Morning, fellas. Yes, no days off for Mitchie Lewis and I, but no. hopefully Gunner enjoys it. But terrific racing. I thought Ramwick was the pick of the two cards. I'm yeah. keen to dissect it, but I'm sure Mitchie will have Flemington cover for us as well. We should be on good tracks at both venues. Rails out two metres there at Flemington on Saturday. We'll start with that meeting, Mitchie. Um, every horse should get their opportunity. We'll just have to keep an eye on the wind conditions, of course. It can play a little havoc these days at Flemington. But, um, yeah, looking forward to a big day there. Yeah, no, that's right. And I'd say probably you'd want to come a little, a few lanes away from the rail, Gareth. That'd yep. probably be the general play. But, no, it'd be interesting to see what they do. We've got some big fields down the straight. So I wonder if they'll... Head to the outside this one, but like you said, yeah, the wind can be the factor. Let's have a look at the Flemington meeting. We'll start with the first leg of the quaddy, which is the English Sprint. Of course, this race is eligible to only horses that were purchased at an English sale, and Capalis, who was purchased on an English online sale, has been flying since joining the Bjorn Baker camps at 380. Rykoki's done nothing wrong so far in the early part of his career. He's at $12. And then we go down to a horse... For Michael Kent Jr. and Mick Price in Ouroboros, that's at $12. Centrefire at $23. Rob Brick at $21. Then we've got Mumbai Muse at $8.50. Estriella at $4. Jeez, I love her. Um, she's at a, a price there that she's had some good backing now into $4 with Bet365. And then we go down to 
Midnight Opal at $23. Cabalas is trained by Bjorn Baker. This is what he had to say this morning on Giddy Up Stable Mail. No, really looking forward to him on Saturday. I think uh, it's a tough race, big mm. field, um, so it's hard to get carried away, but his last one was very good. He's a, a lovely-looking horse. He's hard to fault, and his work's been good since. Those horses, Dino, both competed in Sydney a couple of weeks back. Um, there's nothing separating those two with the market, basically, for this English sprint. Who are you backing in uh, the seventh race to kick off the quality there at Flemington on Saturday? Well, hopefully we've got a pretty good guide by sort of race seven, which lane do you want to be? We've obviously Cabulas drawn out, um, Estrella drawn pretty perfect. What I like most about this race is it looks like there's plenty of backs to follow for these horses coming into the sort of when the whips are cracking at the 400 meter mark. Uh, Bjorn Baker has the edge here in my opinion, in the sense that he's been down the straight coming from Sydney, won obviously the Coolmore back in the spring. So, um, there's no discouragement that he's bringing a horse down and he's not from Melbourne. And that horse, albeit I potted at last start, that form stacked up. We've seen Celestial Legend come out to win the Hobartville last week. We've seen NCAP run well. So suggest so that's the A form. But I have a lot of time for Estriella. I think she's a carbon-made horse for the straight. She's got tactical speed, albeit we didn't see it first start. But I think a different setup here, I think Estriella... Uh, could be the one, and I think she'll start closer to favourite. Not much between them. If you want to rough in the race, I thought Mumbai Muse, who put up with issues first up, trialled up like a rocket prior, and the 13 Sevron has trialled up really, really well, around $101 if you're looking for a big rough. I think that's the way to play. But Yeah, but I think Estriella is the way to play this, Mitchie, but it's a, a great race to kick off the quaddy legs. All right. Uh, I'm going to be with Estrella as well here. Look, I thought she was super first up. I thought the two lengths flattened the rest of the field. That's how much she won by. Mm. Uh, she had to work out wide, really wide there at Caulfield, and she just turned the jets on and was really impressive. So I think Blake Shin's got options from Barrier 6. Um, depending on how the track's playing, she can probably go either way. Now, she probably did run a career peak first up, uh, but she's only lightly raced, and she improved from first up to second up in her first prep. So if she's able to repeat that and improve again, she looks the one for me. All right, then. So Cabela's for you. Dino and Estrella for you, Mitchie. Is that right? No, Estrella for me, G-Man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll just check it, Dino. I'm Estrella. All right, then. $4. That's a good price there for the Kiramar train filly. Looking forward to that contest. Let's take the 10 o'clock news now, then we'll come back and have a look at race eight on the program, which will be, of course, the Australian Guineas at Group 1 level. Great to be with you this Thursday morning. This is the weekend preview. Group 1 racing in Melbourne and Sydney on Saturday. The Australian Guineas will be the highlight at Flemington in Melbourne. And let's have a look at the market, thanks to Bet365, for this contest on a Saturday afternoon over the mile. And it is an interesting betting affair for this year's Australian Guineas because you've got the Derby winner, Riff Rocket, who was so dominant in the CS Hayes first up a couple of weeks ago. He's at $2.50. King Colorado's at $7 in an each-way price. The blinkers go on once again here. And this is what Jack Turnbull had to say, who's the assistant trainer to Kira Mar, based here in Victoria. I think he can, and, and the team does as well. Zara galloped him on Monday with the blinkers on, and um, it did make a big effect, but I think it was positive. And I think race day, especially stepping up to the mile third up, uh, it's going to go a long way. V8's on the third line of betting for the McAvoys. is at $7.50. This is Calvin McAvoy talking about V8's chances. The race we've come through in that high-pressure, um, brutal 1,400-metre race yep. to be beaten 1.3 lengths by Mr Brightside, 
just taking a, a, a line through that form, that that's, I really do think that's going to be good enough. And um, we've trained him for the mile and he's really uh, enjoyed the training. Then we go down to Southport Tycoon at $12. Snow patrols at a big each way price at $13. This is Michael Kent Jr. this morning. Yeah, you're right. I think it was a bonus win. Uh, we left plenty of improvement to come. For one of ours, he was uh, probably only 85% fit first up and just class got him there late. He's had a perfect three weeks, Gareth. Mm. Nice uh, time between runs. He's had several grass gallops. He looks fantastic. Just whether or not he's, um, you know, good enough on the day, second up at the mile. Uh, delighted with the barrier draw. And this is Otago. To, oh, Michael Kent Jr. talking about Otago, the stable mate. He's at $19 there with uh, Bet365. Look, he's a nice horse. He's going to make a very nice group class horse in the future, uh, particularly over further. But the trick with him here and our concern is that it's all first preparation. Yeah. We don't know there's enough improvement in him from... You know, I know he's only beaten 1.6, but surely Riff Rocker has more improvement to come. And um, they sat behind him and got past him. Again, doing a lovely gait. Uh, he'll love the mile. Yeah, he, his horse is in good form. Just, you know, it might all be too soon for him. Mitchie Lewis, who wins the Australian Guineas? Yeah, it's a good field, isn't it, Gareth? Like, it's, it's a super addition to the race. And there's, a, you know, potential stars in the race. So... I've got to have respect for Riff Rocket, what he did first up. But I really like the price that we're getting for VA. I, I think it it sets up really well for him. He's third up now, up to the 1,600 metres. We we heard Calvin then talk about um, the last start run behind Mr. Brightside, like a length and a half behind Mr. Brightside and prior to Jenny. You know, by the end of the autumn, that could be the form reference of the uh, autumn. So I think from barrier six, he can land just behind the speed. He's going to be in a handy position and he doesn't really have a stack of work to do. So... I think at his current price, you could even play him each way. I think he's got a lot of potential here, Dino. Yeah, we've got to remember in these sort of races, you've got to segregate uh, your love affair for horses, King Colorado, V8, uh, Riff Rocket, and it all comes down to price for me. I just think there's not enough juice in the price to take Riff Rocket here. Oh, I think uh, first up, no, I missed it. It was a terrific run, but... Um, it's always a massive query in my mind. Horses tend to run really well fresh off staying campaigns. I think that's what Riff Rocket did. I think he's going to improve again here mm. second up. And my big query is that Wallace Stable second up syndrome coming off a booming first up run. I'd be more than happy to go with King Colorado with the blinkers on. I think there is no better stable in Australia when they put the blinkers on for a grand final than the Mar and Houston's camp. I think we can remember the race, the gong detonated jack if my memory serves me right there's been many cases so i think at the price i'd be more than happy to lean the way of king colorado here gar if you could even take the price him and v8 you're getting the same price to place them too uh, compared to riff rocket to win so no knock on the horse it's just a priced game for me g man we saw it in the guineas the caulfield guineas in the spring that these horses when they got out to the mile they just walked in front i know no one passed v8 he couldn't get past grift on that particular day but it was basically a sit and sprint in a Caulfield Guineas. How do you see the speed this year in the Australian Guineas, Mitchie? Yeah, so I think given the race map, so Vidad probably goes forwards and I think Sunset. Zip away, Will. I, I yes, yep, yep. And the Pendragon, they've got wider barriers, so they're going to have to come across. And I think there'll be speed on given yep. that fact that some of these horses are going to have to do something from the Flemington start. And that's kind of why I lent the way of VA is from barrier six, he can just slot in behind that without spending really anything. 
And if they do go quick enough at each other at the front, he's going to be the one sitting there ready to pounce. Um, you know, Riff Rocket might have to work his way through the field and same for King Colorado. So that's the way I sort of looked at it, that the pressure from the outside probably puts the speed into the race. All right, then let's have a look at the blamey. You win this, you're into the All-Star Mile. Anton's at $4.60. Can he bring his Caulfield form to Flemington? A tissue, it's at $5. Carini at 7 Macram, he defeated Jimmy Stahl like he was second rate the other day. It was a big effort. He was 100 to 1 on that occasion. You're getting $9 on Saturday at the moment. Holly Man's at 11 um, Then we've got Future History at 12 Barclay Square at 12 Merman Masser at 15 Bustler at $17. The Railway Champ Panfield at $17. Captain Envious at 34 Big prices for the rest here, Dean Watling. Yeah, well, we just touched on it in the Australian Guineas. So that 16 hour meter starts, not the kindest at Flemington. Um, it's sort of, you've got about 150 meters and then you sort of have the home turn. So barriers mean a lot. The way this track's going to play is going to be huge for horses here. A tissue who's probably going to start favorite in my opinion. I think the mark will push out and out and away from Caulfield, but gate 11 is going to get a long way back. We know she loves Flemington, but is she good enough to pick him up? Um, she's on top for me, Mitchie, but if I'm going to bet into the race, I want to wait till Saturday. I prefer to take a shorter price knowing that you can run on and make good ground before chiming into her price. I thought it was probably one of the more tricky races of the day. Yeah, I'm probably with you, Dino. I had a tissue on top. I was slightly concerned about the barrier. Well, I shouldn't say concerned about the barrier because I think she'll go back anyway. My sort of mm. concern was I think she's better over the 2000 at Flemington when she's got a better opportunity to get over the top of them. So if the race is run to suit, uh, I've got her on top, um, like you said, but I might even consider another small saver on the 14 Carini. I know he's got a bad barrier as well, but he's always improved second up. If they are running on as well, I'd consider him. Um, mm. But outside of that, yeah, if they've both got terrible barriers, so I'm probably not diving headfirst <laughs> into this race. Let's have a look at the last race. He's our Bonneval at $5. So risque at $5.50. Frigid at $6.50. Aaron Bay at $7.50. Lounge Bar Ruby at $8. This is wide open, this contest here. Sandy Prince at $8. And then double figures headed by Thunderpoint at 16 And even Calvin McAvoy gave a bit of a push for Belle Placier at $19. He'll be first up on Saturday here, Mitchie Lewis. Uh, yeah, it's Another pretty open race, but I'm pretty keen. Number four, Aaron Bay. So I thought he was pretty good first up. He's only two lengths off the winners. He had to work hard from barrier 12 and come around him. He's, he's drawn barrier five here. So he'll be able to settle just off the speed and second up. He's won three out of four second up. So I think it sets up nicely for him at reasonable price. And he's had a little bit of backing as well, which is encouraging. So Aaron Bay on top for me, Dino. Yep. Uh, field leg in the quality for me, G-Man. Oh, I read it similar yep. to you. Really, really hard to dissect. Two-year-olds are going around in race four at Flemington. Bob Bastille with Zara aboard at 2.30, and she's been well-supported, drifting at 5.50, always enough at $5.50. That's been impressive in the early part of her career. And then double figures for the rest, headed by Lovers Forever at $10, Dino. Do you have an opinion here? Skycap is going to Flemington and not the Valley on Friday night, according to Annabelle Neesham. Yeah, well, drifting's the one that I sort of wanted to take a little bit more of a dive into. The concern I have is Hawkesbury form stacking up outside of Hawkesbury. You can see a lot of horses really run good time there and then go elsewhere and really not stack up. I think Bulper still should win the race. Do you want to take the price? Definitely not. I think a horse coming off that sort of run, there's plenty of queries of that horse. Inside gate definitely helps. Um, I can follow that rail. But for me, this is a sit, watch and learn race, Mitchie. Yeah, I think Bulper still wins. Probably not diving headfirst into it, but 
I thought the first up run was pretty good. You know, there were obviously a few well-known knockers about it, but there was a high pressure race. I thought she held her own okay. So I think she should be able to win in this field. And the Phillies do battle in race five at listed level there at Flemington. My wish is at 480, but geez, I like the push from Sam Friedman this morning on Giddy Up Stable Mail when he had a chat about Peace Treaty. He'll be first up on Saturday. Yeah, she definitely can. She, um, you know, we tossed and turned whether a runner in the, in the rich English race. Um, had Damien Lane booked to ride. Uh, ultimately, went the more conservative route, but she's still building a profile and, yeah, it ended up a pretty strong race that English sprint. So mm. we've um, we've pivoted, and she's in a really suitable race there on Saturday. So that's Sam Freeman. That's a good enough push for me, Mitchie Lewis. I like her on Saturday. Yeah, I must say, G-Man, I missed that push this morning, so I'm quite happy because uh, I had Peace Treaty on top here. I, I don't <laughs> think he's done much wrong. So I thought he won impressively last start in a pretty good time. He's had the freshen up, had a trial where he looked quite good. So I think he's going to land in a good position from barrier three and looks the one to me. So keen on that, Dino. Yeah, it's interesting to be starting to see these markets shift the way of these lightly race horses coming probably out of inferior races. And the top-end horses, the favourite, currently, Marisha, comes out of that Estriella race. But what we're seeing, uh, a common theme with these three-year-olds, there's not much between the top end and the bottom end. So what I would say to punters is that you can trust those horses coming out of those inferior races to really step up in these top of grade. Uh, for me, uh, I'll be watching this race, but for... Uh, in regards to Estriella bet, I'd love to see Moesha win, um, which will give me a lot more confidence Estriella come the English sprint, Gareth. All right, staking plans at Flemington. Just before we get the staking plans, Michael Kent Jr. said Snow Patrol's the best for the stable on Saturday, but Illitif have something each way on her in that Phillies race, race five. She's $12 with bet 365. And if you like one at a price, maybe the place, he gave a bit of a push for Frawley in the English sprint around 50 to 1. Um, what other pushes do we get there? Bjorn Baker happy with Cabellas, who's the best for the stable on that day. Peace Treaty, Sam was um, confident with her. And Calvin says, Calvin McAvoy says V8 is ready to rumble in that Australian <laughs> guinea. Staking plan time there for Flemington. We'll start with you, Mitchie. Yeah, I'm going to spend all of my 200 there. Uh, in race one, Gareth, do we know what Tin Tookie's doing? Have we heard anything there? Um, no, I haven't actually. Okay. I'd love to see her go down there, Mitchie, though. I think that's suitable. She's banned. She's banned Tin Tookie from getting up to the weekend. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'm against Tin Tookie. I just don't want to I don't want to throw fifty on a horse here and then get the deductions to savage me. So I like number one, Cinderella Days. I want to have fifty dollars on her. She comes out of the infamous Cranbourne Imperatries trial. So um she was the winner of that trial, but she's got a really good first up record. First up for a new stable. Um she's won two or four first up, and the other two that she's missed got it written down here. She was fourth in a group three and third in a group two. So I want to have fifty dollars on her. Hopefully we don't get too savaged by any deductions there. If Tin Tookie doesn't come, I'm gonna have a hundred dollars race seven number eight Estrella, and I'm gonna have fifty dollars race eight number two V eight, and that's my two hundred for the day. Dino, are you playing at Flemington? Nope, I'm giving a miss this week. I thought it was really, really tricky. But okay. Mitchie's keen, so I'll be keen to follow him in. I might have $200 on Estriella there on Saturday down the straight. I'm in a little oh, bit God. of trouble. I'm down 600 <laughs> So are you, Dan. I say you shush up. <laughs> um, Mitchie Lewis <laughs> is down 320 and Mickey Gannon's $85 in front. Well, that's all no, no, Gannon. he's behind. 85 behind. Gannon gets minus 500 for not turning up. No, he's put his Oi. bets in. He's doing all of his staking planning at um, Randwick on Saturday for that group one day. In fact, we'll take a quick break. On the other side of it, we have Timmy Wilson from First Light Racing to join us, and then we'll get stuck into the group one meeting 
in Sydney on Saturday. Welcome back to Getting Out. This is the weekend preview. Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Don't forget you can join our conversation anytime you want. We'd love to hear from you with SEN Talk. All you need to do is go to the SEN app, click on Getting Out with Gareth Hall, and you can record your message by pressing the talk button. So that would be great. Um, we'd love to hear from you on this Thursday morning. Let's start to have a look at uh, Ramwick on Saturday. It is a group one day there, highlighted by the very elegant and also the surround stakes for the three-year-old fillies. I'll go to you here first, Dino. Rails back into the true. Um, good track. So it should be a, a level playing field, you would imagine, there in Sydney on Saturday. Yeah, Rail in the True, Ramwick is the fairest track in Australia. What I would say, though, is uh, we've been a really hot week. Today's around 39 degrees. So um, if it's a good four and really hot coming to Saturday, maybe just not as far back as we want. So you probably just want to be running line. Uh, worse than midfield's probably no-go okay. zone, but forward of midfield would be the setup. But I think lanes four-plus in the straight should be the go. On your socials today then, Dino, with the 39-degree day, you're getting your <laughs> shirt off. You're giving any <laughs> tips about how you go about living in Sydney. What are you cooking for us this afternoon? Yeah, might have, maybe a bit of everything. I'll be at the beach soon. Okay. Boris, my dog will be there. Yeah, I'll your dog cooking. gets a lot of, lot of air time these days as well. Yep, he does his job well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what you I know what you're using your dog for. Don't worry about that, Dino. Race seven <laughs> is the group one. Very elegant, and it'd be fitting if James McDonald and Chris Waller could combine to win the race named after a horse that means so much to them and very elegant and fangirls at a dollar fifty five. Just finds at seven fifty. Think it overs at nine dollars. Buckaroo at eleven dollars. Linderman at thirteen. Cascadian at $19. A tissue's going to Melbourne, so forget about her. She's at $29 at the moment, so she won't take too much percentage out of that market. Dino, um, is she just a lock for our Maltese fangirl? Yeah, I think she wins. I think she wins the race. It's a very similar setup to probably uh, Mr. Brightside last week. Uh, mm. What I would say is the track's going to be very dependent on her. That's the only jink in her armour. She has no tactical speed. She can't use herself up and put herself on speed if it's a leader's bias track. So um, I think that's the concern. Do I want to take dollar fifty? No. The, the thing in the back of my mind is a Chris Waller horse, if a booming finish first up, what they do second up. I would much prefer to play Think It over here, second up to place. We're getting better odds about him to place and um, Fangirl to win. So oh, I think that's the way I'm going to play the race. Should she win? Yes. Do I put her in the multis? Not for me, Mitchy. Yeah, I think she wins. Uh, I know the risk will be if she gets too far back, but I think horses like Just Fine... And Lindemann can put enough speed into the race that uh, if she gets a clear run at the top of the straight, we saw what she did first up. I think she'll be hard to hold out. But yeah, I'm not I'm not going to dive into dollar fifty. Yeah, dollar fifty five, mind you. Yeah, that could be like <laughs> the way that she went the other day. I don't care if there's a track by; she'll just um, jog up That's to what them I'm and, thinking, and go Gareth. past them. Surely, I don't know how they can beat her after what I saw there on the other day when she was first up. So. Um, great to see her back at the races. She could just be unbeatable, this preparation, the, the, the way that she went there the other day. And as J-Mac pointed out straight after the race, and then when he joined me on Monday on Giddy Up, it was Winx-like, dare I say. There, it was. Yeah. Let's have a look at the other group one. This is for the three-year-old fillies. First of all, 
Let's hear from Annabelle Nisham, who trains the favourite learning to fly in this Group 1 feature. But she seems to have come through it really well. I think her work's improved. And um, looks only two weeks between runs off a long layoff. That's probably the only uh, the only query. But I, I can't fault her at home. She looks great. She's bright and well. And um, I think the barrier looks perfect as well. And uh, Tid's Invincibles at 6.50. She's on the third line of betting. Let's hear from Kira Ma's assistant trainer, in Jack Turnbull. She she ran okay first up. Yeah. She, she had to go back. It wasn't really run to suit. And she probably did it as much as she could without um, getting close to learning to fly, et cetera. So drawn better, thankfully. Um, and James knows her well. So <clears throat> very classy filly. She's sort of in a similar calibre to Estriella. Uh, they've just gone different routes. So, yeah, we, we do like the way she's going. I know my staking plan, I had 200 on Estriella. I might have 150 on Estriella and 50 on Tiz Invincible. Um, I think it was a complete forget run the other day when she was first up. She gets a better gate here. She's at 650. Kamochi's at $6. Tropical Squall at 750. Macarena at $9. Roll on high at 15. Steffi Magnetica at $16. Arctic Glamour's at a big price on Saturday at 17. And Chris Stilley, Annabelle Neesham says the gate's a little concerned, but she was pretty good after a tough run there the other day. She's at $21 here, Mitchie Lewis. Who wins the three-year-old Phillies Group 1? Yeah, I'm with you, Gareth. I thought Tiz Invincible, like, I don't really think we can judge that first up run. She had to go back, didn't really see her unleash or anything like that. So I think she's better set from barrier five. Um, but I'm going to have a two-bet play in the race. I'm going to be with Tiz Invincible and uh, Tropical Squall, just okay. in case that track is favouring runners up on speed. I, I think it's going to get run of the race, control the race from the front, and potentially be very hard to catch. And I'm getting good value for both of them. So it's a two-bet play for me. I don't have a knock on learning to fly. I just think the other two have better race maps, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a fascinating event. Uh, I think the speed maps here is what we've got to talk about a little bit more. There's not a huge amount of speed. Tropical Squall, like you just mentioned, Mitch, you should lead them up. Autumn Ballet has gate speed. But I think the big two ticks for learning to fly and Tis of Invincible is their gates. Uh, we know they've both got gate speed. Learning to fly led up in a, I think it was a Riesling Stakes to win. Uh, as a two-year-old, Tis of Invincible, we know has tactical speed. So I think they get the run of the race. Kimochi behind them. Dozy probably needs a run. Mm. Macarena, what do you do from the gate? Probably got to roll forward. I think the big loser out of the speed map is Arctic Glamour, and that's possibly why she's out the door in the market. I'm going to do similar to you, Mitchy. I think two-bet play. Learning to fly has to be a bet. Second up, yeah. um, had three trials. That should negate any second up syndrome. And she's invincible. I think you're bigger than Mitchy. Uh, sort of forgiving one horse off one poor run. Her trials before that were absolutely exceptional. So how she is $6.50 here, I'm not sure. So very keen to bet in this race, G-Man. Going to have a bet on the four, learning to fly, and the five is invincible. J-Mac, when we had a chat to him after the races there on that Saturday when Tiz Invincible went around on the Monday, I did ask him. I think he, I forgot to ask him, and then we texted him, and he mm. said, um, bring on that group one. So I think he's full of confidence with her as well. Hey, Chad, not winning a group one since 2014. Is that concerning for the booking of learning to fly? Well, if he wrote, if he rides her like he did there the other day, um, she'll be going very, very close. I don't think Chad will get, get her beat on Saturday learning to fly. And in fact, J-Mac will be listening. We praise him enough. He, he completely pulled J-Mac's pants down in that race. They both drew wide and um, Schofield weaved his way through while Macca went back to last. So um, there you go. Yeah, Chad, this could be his group one on Saturday afternoon after that 
Long layoff since 2014. That's a good stat to produce. Um, plenty of text messages coming through with some multis come Saturday. I'll read them out as the morning goes on. It's 10.30. It's news time. Timmy Wilson will be joining us straight after this. Welcome back to the weekend preview, 10.32. It's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold goes, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. Timmy Wilson, hello to you, mate. Morning, boys. I'm fascinated to hear your impact there on Perth. Um, they tell me it was great to have First Light Racing across there at WA for the Magic Million sale, and you purchased a few horses. Yeah, Perth Racing looks to be uh, healthier than it's ever been. You know, the, the, the Quok is a, a wonderful initiative. It's part of their uh, trilogy weekend. They've got slot races for the Trots, the Greyhounds, and the Quokka for the Thoroughbred. So, yeah, it's one of a number of initiatives that Perth Racing's introduced. And um, th- things just really look like they're humming over there. So we went over there uh, wide-eyed, really looking uh, to, to get into that market and built relationships with some great trainers, Grant and Alana Williams, who we all know, so well from their success with the, the Peters family and uh, young trainer Luke Fernie's doing a great job. He won the two-year-old race uh, last weekend and, and Trevor Andrews as well, I think won four Perth Cups. So they're incredibly successful trainers, not just in the West, but, but Australia-wide. And yeah, we were over the moon to get four yearlings to, to branch into WA with. They're all, there's a lot of lucrative racing over there for the two-year-olds that the Karakata plate always holds up every year. So yeah, it's a great racing jurisdiction that they welcomed us with open arms. And, yeah, instead of trying to blast out on Willie Pike in the last, <laughs> maybe in the future we can try and blast out on first slide. It'll be good. Yeah, and I've got a, a few horses in WA. And the, the West Bead bonuses are exceptional. I think it's 70-odd thousand if you win a Saturday race. So, um, yeah, it's there's some terrific value and terrific prize money across there in Western Australia as well. Yeah, it, it, it's awesome. And you put it in terms of return on investment. You know, most of the major trainers over there are struggling to charge you more than $100 a day when they're in full work. So, yeah, that West Bead bonus, it's probably the equal, I think, of the, the cutest bonus in Queensland in terms of um, the, the top up you get on your standard Saturday prize money all the way up to almost eighty grand. And when you overlay that against the upkeep of a horse being you know, a quarter to a third less than, than what we're used to in the East. Your, your chance to get your money back on a purchase with a West Speed horse is, is awesome. And, yeah, you can uh, cover your training fees for almost two years of the Saturday win, which is which is unbelievable. Um, any spots left in those horses there that you purchased in WA, especially for absolutely. our WA friends? Yeah, absolutely. Jump on the website where we purchased two playing gods, a filly and a colt. Uh, he's going at almost 10% runners to stakes winners, yeah. um, stakes winners to runners. It, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, it's 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 up there with Extreme Choice, who, who's the best in the land, and it's better than Vinny and Snitzel, the, the ones we know so well here. And, um, yeah, so, so have a look at either of them. He's an exceptional style. We also got a, a Toronado filly that, well, probably my favourite horse we've bought all year, to, to be honest. She's out of a really fast mare. She looks fast. She's a chestnut with a flashy mane and tail, and... Uh, she just looks like that Karuta Queen-style mould of filly that, that'll be extra quick. And uh, we also bought a Longleaf, who's a, a young sire, hopefully about to make his mark as well. So jump on the website. They're, they're with those aforementioned great trainers. And hopefully uh, we can uh, tempt the WA market into getting involved. All right. Then what about at the premier sale? Are you confident you can find a, a champion there, mate? Yeah, the, the roadshow rolls on. I feel like it's been all over the country, but it, it's been an incredible sale for us at the premier sale. I think the... The 30 horses, the thir- last 30 yearlings we've bought out of there that have raced have combined for about 90 wins. Um, you know, Pasquero, Chandon, Burge, 
Uh, Blushing Tycoon was a legend for us, so it, it's been such a, a happy hunting ground for us. And uh, we talk about the West Speed bonus. A lot of these horses are Super Vobis eligible, so um, if you can find a horse that you want to race within a state that's eligible for those bonuses, you, you're just playing in a different league. So with all the Vobis horses up for grabs, uh, hopefully we, we can add to our, this, our Victorian stable with some Melbourne Premier purchases. Any winners for us, Timmy Boy? I think we can. I think we can get one home on Saturday at Eagle Farm, race seven. I've got a, a nice young horse called Deferential. You don't normally steer people into a horse. It takes fifteen starts to break his maiden, but no. he's always had a really good level of ability. He, he towed up a nice field, uh, got his confidence up. He gets Damien Thornton fifty three and a half and uh, Barrier One on Saturday. So I thought if he could get an economical run with, with no weight on his back, he was. Half a chance at, at seven bucks to go back to back. Sounds like Dino, 15 start, galloping to break his maiden. <laughs> but once that happens, the way he goes. Um, love, love, it. You, love your work, Tim. Says you, Gav. You're still trying to break your maiden. That's a very good point. That's why I've been, that's why I've been geld and then retired, unfortunately. Um, good on you, Timmy. On your voice, cheers. There's Timmy Wilson there. We'll take a break and have a look at the rest of the meeting at Randwick here on the weekend preview. Preview this Thursday morning. We're looking at Sydney on a Saturday afternoon, and race nine is a beauty as well. We've got nightmares from Alentia first up this preparation, and she goes around in the Guy Walter Stakes. She was unlucky there first up. Um, Tommy Berry rides. She's at $2.30 with Bet365. Hinged at $4. Duads at 6 Osbred Flirt at $9. More Secrets at 10 And then Barbie's Fox at $19. What are you thinking here, Dean Watling? Yep, Alantia is probably one of my best bets of the entire program. Oh, I love this setup. Second up, I was really keen all in. I took the price all in, and she's drawn gate three. So I think she should land uh, box seat here, which is key to her chances. Um, I think all we all saw first up. She should have won that race, really. Um, it's rated really well. She finds a really good second up race. 1,400 metres can use the tactical speed a little bit more. Juaeus needs further. Yes, Hinge is a nice horse, but hasn't won in a while, and I suggest needs further. Barbie Fox may be a danger. He looked through the field, and I'm just not sure how she gets beaten this race. I think Osbred flirts the the clear danger. You could maybe have a save there if you're worried about her. But Mitchie, I thought Olentia was perfectly placed to break through here second up. Yeah, I found this one tricky enough, Dino. I'm probably just happy to follow you in. My only sort of thought was by now, if the track is favouring leaders, I was probably keen to be with... Osbred flirt or hinged, but um, tricky enough for me. If you're Alenti is one of your best ones, I'll follow you in. Let's have a look at the Liverpool City Cup over the 1300 metres, which is the final event. Cole Crush is the favourite. He was okay, I thought, there the other day. The blink is yet to be applied there by Joe Pride. This preparation. So he's at 440. Wind chat at 460. The captain guy, Molcaster, gave a great push for Kovalika. On Wednesday's Breeding Bloodstock and Banter podcast. Of course, he purchased this horse for Chris Waller at five fifty. Democracy Manifest at eight dollars fifty, their new energy at eleven. Um Golden Mile gets the blinkers again, winkers off. So and Tom Marquan rides for Godolphin at twelve dollars. Hard to say at twelve dollars. Cepheus at fifteen, then Fearson at fifteen dollars. What are you doing here, Mitchie Lewis? Yeah, interesting race. So me and Dino were very keen Kovalika in the Golden Eagle, and he obviously had the little heart issue there. And we know these horses can bounce back when they do that. So 
Oh, his first up record's not great. I think he'll run a massive race. Um, so I'm, I'm going to stick with him because I've got faith in him. But, um, yeah, I think he could be a little bit vulnerable, Dino. But I'm happy to be with him. Yeah, I think this is the right setup for him. You'll need a good ride from gate four, sort of to get off rails and get to the best part of the track. What I would say has in his favour is he's going to have the blinkers on. He hasn't worn him in his two trials, and there's no notification that he's going to take the blinkers off. So I suggest they're on. Waller can get his horses to sprint really well fresh. And when the blinkers are on, even more so. So I think this is the right setup to back him. And say he runs runs well in the Golden Eagle, you're not getting a price about him now. But Cardiac Arrhythmia pulled up with that. So I think if you like him, back him. In my opinion, I think wind chat is extremely under the odds. You go back through all that horse's wins, and it's come when it's able to dictate out in front on its own. Completely different setup here. There's an abundance of speed. Um, so I think that horse is way under the odds. I think Cold Crusher, there's enough in the juice in the price there to take it. Um Going to be on speed, but doesn't have to lead. Gate 12, don't mind that at all for a horse rolling forward, especially with this way the track's going to play. So I think Cole Crusher on top for me in a okay. tricky way to do you wanna, round out the day. Do you want to wait for the blinkers with him? Cole Crusher, I don't think it really matters. I think his first up run was really good. Joe yeah. Pride improves him. Um, you probably could wait for the blinkers. You could probably wait for the setup where he can control. But I thought he'd come up a lot shorter considering his run first up when Miakovic was out in front. But uh, I do concede your... Your sort of advice there, G-Man, but I think he's juicy enough to take the price on Saturday. Let's take a break. We'll come back and have a look at the featured two-year-old races at Randwick on Saturday. Preview thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Join our conversation anytime you want, 0499 736 736. Mitchie Lewis and Dean Watling with me. Also, SEN Talk, new way to talk to us. Go to the SEN app, click on the talk button, and you can record a message. Um, let us know your winners this weekend. There's a few Maldives coming through on the text line, but let's have a look at the Skyline Stakes with Bet365. What price are we getting for Storm Boys at $1.30? Prost is at 7 this stable, mate. Parkour was scratched, of course, on Magic Millions morning. He's back at the races with Timmy Clark aboard at $12. Giovanna at 16 Otisun at $19 here. Dino, um, $1.30 Storm Boy. J-Mac gets his first feel on him at the races on Saturday, the Golden Slipper favourite. Yep, and this will be the last time we see him prior to the Golden Slipper, everything going correctly. Uh, it's not a betting race for me. It's a sit-back watch and see how good this horse is. I can't wait. I think racing needs a pin-up horse like this. Um, his trial was in uh, sensational. You can't yep. trial any better than that. J-Mac on. I think he wins this race. Interesting question for you, G-Man. Would you prefer to take a dollar thirty Storm Boy or a dollar fifty Fangirl? Um, dollar thirty Storm Boy. Good boy. I think they're both morals, but correct. Yeah. What's... Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you doing here, Mitchy? Oh yeah. Look, I'll just watch on. I, I, I think it'd be too hard to beat. I tried to find a place better around him. It's a little bit up in the air outside of him. I don't know. Prost maybe can give him some danger, but there's no real value in that either. So, yeah, I'm happy to just watch him. What's your ta- what, what's your take on the um? What are they calling it? The greatest double of all time. Two dollars. Mm-hmm. I saw someone say that on Twitter last night. So I I did see that. Um, my concern is I if I'm going to take the shorts about a horse, I want them to have tactical speed and land in the first two or three and running, which Fangirl doesn't. Stormboy fits that profile, but no, nah, it's not for me. I think there's. Dino, did you watch her last start? She she yes. <laughs> 
She could have won by 25 lengths. They're not machines, though, G-Man. She'll win well, again, but uh, I would, I'd be more upset who's with myself beat taking her? multi who's and getting be beat. Think it over. Just Fine's going to lead all of the way and beat her. Please. <laughs> Well, you've just called them both moral, so there's definitely no chance I'll well, be taking that multi right. now. All right, then. Can I take it with you, then? Yeah, we can take it together. No, I want to take it with you, then, if you want to give me $2.50. No, I'm not I'm giving um, you $2.50. What, what about, Don't put words in my mouth. What about the sweet embrace? Let's hear what Annabelle Neesham had to say about Castagna, who was a good winner last start and, of course, was second behind Switzerland on debut. Really well, I was gutted to see the draw yes. she's drawn the outside gate and I wanted to see here whether she could settle a bit closer over 1200 because um, she's going to be better the further we go the better she's going to get but um, look she's the, I feel she's the class filly probably alongside the, the Friedman's filly in the in the race um, she's just going to need a little bit of luck um, she's probably going to need the tempo to be on um, from that draw all right then Dino um, having a look at the market here you've got Manal at two twenty, Castagna at six fifty, Shadow Miravel at six fifty, Wavebreaker at ten dollars, Fly Fly at eleven, Photographics at fifteen, Extreme Diva at fifteen dollars. Yeah, good race. I think Manal and Castagna they were even uh, in the futures markets, and Barry's have sort of dissected them too. Obviously, Manal draws gate six, comes out of a, a really smart race last start behind Lady of Camelot, which you can tie in through the Blue Diamond. Castagna brings a Switzerland form, so it's going to be a mouthwatering clash. But the Barry's have sort of ruined it. I think Manal is probably one of the better bets of the program. I tossed up as best bet between it and Alentia, but yep. gate six, Michael Friedman. I think she is incredibly hard to beat here. Michi, uh, race six, number one, Manal. Yeah, I just didn't think there was much value in the price there for me. I think this one's a lot more even than what it seems. Um, I thought number five, Photographics, could run me a each-way race, even a one-by-three. I just sort of like these two-year-olds when the simplest thing for them to do is be able to go forwards and follow the rail when they don't have to think about it much. And I think that's where Photographics lands. So, like I said, one-by-three, uh, mostly heavier the place on Photographics. Beautiful boy staking plans there at Ramwick. I'll kick us off. I'm going to spend my 200 on a double on Manal into Alentia. Like I mentioned, I couldn't split them as a best bet. So let's take them together and have my $200 on them combined and get myself back in this staking plan clash, G-Man. All right, then I've changed my mind a few times with my <laughs> staking plan. Um, I'm going to have $100 on Estriella, and then I'm going to have $100 on this haul up. I just worked it all mm. out with Bet365. Stand by. Yeah. Storm Boy. Fangirl, Tis Invincible, the place, Kovalika, the place, Alentia, the win, $22.91. Is that multi? So there you go. I think if that wins, that Gareth, I'll... Yes. Yeah. If that multi wins, Gareth, I'll call you King Gareth on the Monday breakdown show. Well, thank you. I'm much appreciated of that. I'm not egotistic. I'm not ego like you. I don't really oh. need to be <laughs> um, Mitchie, what are you doing? Just to recap. Uh, mine's all at Caulfield. So do you want me to recap? Sorry. Yes, yes uh, Let me just get it here. Uh, $50, race one, number one, Cinderella Days. $100, race seven, number eight, Estriella. And $50, race eight, number two, V8. And Mickey Gannon, he sent through his best here. Um, he's going to have 100 on Alentia. And 100 on Manal into the Learning to Fly double. So Mickey's playing those two horses. So Alenti, $100 the win, and then a, an all-up 100 on Manal into 
learning to fly. So that's his um, staking plan for this week. Boys, with your fangirl comments, um, this is my multi. Storm boy, fangirl, riff rocket is doomed to fail. That's from Steph. I don't know about that. Um, There's got to be one leg that loses, isn't yes. there? Fangirl, storm boy. This is a $14 multi. Fangirl, storm boy, another wheel. Orchestral in the New Zealand Derby in King, Colorado, the place. I love that. Um, a few other multis. Fangirl, Storm Boy, Another Will, and Tis Invincible, the place. Kovalika, the place. Gareth, I love how these boys tip an average $2 pop on a weekly basis but won't take the $2 for the easiest multi of all time. <laughs> That's just having a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, whoever that was. That was Gareth, by the way. <laughs> He's texted that in. <laughs> all right, have a wonderful day, boys. I'll catch up with you during the week. Thank you, fellas. Thanks. Good Thanks, you, boys. Mitchie. Good show. Sounds good. You yeah. have a good weekend. All right, then. Mitchie Lewis, Dean Watling there. Belair, the winner. Lentia, the winner. Another will, the win. I love that multi as well. Um, what else? Storm Boy, Fangirl, New Energy, the place 22 to 1. Paul Sebastiani's ready to go for Trot's Life. I think we've got a few winners there over the weekend. They won't be betting Don't Stop Dreaming. I'll give you the tip there in the chariot to five for Mark Purden. Giddy up. Have a wonderful day. The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime. Good morning, I'm Nate Gardner with SEN News. There are calls for ASIO to name the ex-politician it says sold out his country. The intelligence agency has revealed that a foreign regime